Lindsay, your your mic's on mute. Well, <laughs> and, that's, and that's exactly how tonight went for everybody. <laughs> normally it automatically unmutes. So welcome in to the PHNX Suns postgame show brought to you by our friends at the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a five-star review. I'm Lindsay Smith here with Saul Bookman and Espo. Gerald Bourget will try to join us later on in the show. Unfortunately, we are hanging out in the dive bar once again because the Phoenix Suns drop one to the Oklahoma City Thunder, losing 117 to 96. So guys, history is going to have to wait even longer for this team. And I'm going to go out on a limb here and say they did this intentionally so they could set the franchise record for wins in a season at home. That's what I'm going with. Hold on. At home and against the Lakers. Let's not overlook the opponent. That's the home game. So if you can do it at home against the Lakers and put an ass whooping on L.A., I'm all right with these last two games. This one was a weird one, though. It was like a flip of of last game where uh, they struggled at the start and then they they were fine at the start in this game and then struggled in that second half. It was just uh, it was not good. Listen, you're going you're gonna to put the nail in the coffin of the Lakers on Tuesday night. I'm sure most of the guys will be playing. It'll be fine. Like everybody's talking about, oh, we need to, we need to, you know, have a have a good groove going into the playoffs. Like, dude, these guys, they're well seasoned vets, man. They're not worried about that. They're gonna they're gonna do their job. They're gonna get into a good flow right before they hit the playoffs. It'll be fine. I don't give a fuck about a useless game against Memphis or against OKC. And neither did the guys. Like, honestly, if I didn't have to work and do this show. I wouldn't even watch the game because it was that useless. Like, there, there was nothing to gain from that game outside of maybe an injury. That's it. Well, uh, let's go ahead and just get right on into it then. Espo, <laughs> take us to the bar as we kind of break this one down. Uh, let's go to the bar. Okay, cease and desist. It's just, yeah, just please stop. At, at least, At least it's over. And that's a yeah. good thing, right? Yeah, I mean, this one, I just, for me, there were there were no highlights that came out of this one. Typically, no. we're able to find some bright spots or a particular player or two who did shine. For me in this one, it was just trash the whole way through. There were no highlights to pull out of this one. OKC shot exceptionally well from the three-point line, which they don't normally do for one, and the Suns don't normally allow. Um that was really disappointing. And then the Suns couldn't buy a bucket to save their lives. And I also feel like the Suns' effort really just wasn't there. And I think that surprised me the most because pregame, that was something that Monty had talked about um, when he was asked sort of like, you know, when you have a game where you're intentionally resting three, well, two of your starters and then another one of your starters and Jay Crowder is out um, kind of with a little bit of an injury, if you will, but essentially rest, right? You're resting three of your starters. His focus was rebounding and intensity and playing their style of basketball. And they didn't do that. And yeah, sure, there's nothing to be worried about, but I also feel like this team should still be able to play well. You know what I mean? Even if the, even if the effort and the intensity isn't there, they should still be able to play well. And I don't think this was that. But I I think it's multiple things, right? Effort wasn't there, which is why they get out-rebounded. It's why, I, you know, that defensively they didn't play that the way that they usually do. And also, I think these guys, at least the starters, you know, and some of the key bench guys have that thought in their mind, just don't get injured, right? Just don't get injured. I mean, I think that's why you go – you know, you shoot 38 threes when you're shooting, what is it, an 18.4% for the game instead of driving and trying to get that rhythm offensively. It's because when do you usually get injured? When you're cutting to the hoop, when you're trying to get in there and, and you're, you know, getting physical and stuff. What I think my, what the, I think the miscalculation was today was they should have rested all the starters if you're going to rest people. And let the bench, the guys that are hungry, the guys that are trying to prove something still to themselves or to the team to play these minutes uh, against OKC, which was a bunch of guys that were just simply trying to prove that they deserve a spot in the league 
next year. So I think that was a miscalculation here. Don't play the guys that have have anything to uh, anything to lose moving forward. I get what you're saying, but I also feel like Chris Paul wanted to play. Chris Paul wants to get his rhythm back. I'm pretty sure he said that. And then Cam Johnson, I, I know he's not a starter, but he needs to play. And then Mikel Bridges, he's not going to willingly sit out and lose that streak. Like, uh, I just think those three things are... So play him are, three minutes. Play him three minutes, he still has a streak. It's it's it game started that's a streak. And then take him out. Chris Paul, is he really getting the rhythm that he needs by not playing with his usual starters and playing... With other guys, I don't think so. I agree with you on Cam. Cam needs to work out whatever's going on. You saw him hit a few late. Maybe that's uh, maybe that's a positive to come out of this. But there's nothing to be gained from playing these guys at this point. If you're going to rest, you know, three fifths of your starting lineup, just rest all of them. Uh, you know, outside of Mikhail getting his token minutes. Okay, so let me give you your opportunity real quick. I'm going to set you up. Let me give you your opportunity because I've taken my shot at this game, but you have not yet. So it's time for you to take your shot. Presented by Arizona Department of Health Services. COVID-19 vaccines are free for everyone five and older. Those 12 and older are also now eligible for a booster. Visit azhealth.gov for a location near you. I'm not jumping off the bridge over a game against OKC. It's just it's just the most useless thing to even stress out about. Listen, you can tell you guys just pointed out Chris Paul, all right, and and him getting back into the flow of things. Look at Chris Paul's demeanor. Look at his demeanor throughout the entire game. Not really assertive, not really demonstrative, not really yelling at guys, not really getting them in the right place, just kind of going through the motions kind of cuz he doesn't care. He just is trying to get back into a good basketball rhythm. Nice flow. Get your get your win back up into the games. But other than that, it's a useless game. And so it's a practice game for these guys right now. And, and I agree with Espo. Like, listen, 38 threes tells you they, they're not trying to force themselves into the paint whatsoever. And honestly, it's kind of hard not to not to ignore that. Like, I just I just don't feel like this team is invested at the moment in winning meaningless basketball games that that really don't do anything outside of maybe breaking the franchise record, which they're going to have like three or four more opportunities to do before the end of the season. So if you didn't like tonight, I'm going to say this, maybe outside of Tuesday, you're going to see the same thing for the next three games after that. Maybe the game before they'll play a half really hard, get into the good flow, and then they'll bench everybody. But this is probably what you're going to see for the rest of the season because there's nothing to play for anymore. And that's the benefit of being the best team in the NBA. COVID-19 vaccines are free for everyone five and older. Those 12 and older are also now eligible for a booster. Visit azhealth.gov for a location near you. I totally agree with you, Saul. I I do. But I also think that, like, I don't know. It just it didn't even feel like they enjoyed playing tonight. No, I don't but think they did. But what if, I don't no, think they did. I mean, I don't know. I mean, wouldn't you think, though, like, you still have some sense of a little bit of pride. I, I, I'll say, or does this. that just I'll, go all the way out the door when you're I, at this I, point? I don't know. I've never I, been here. I'll, I'll say this. I'll say this, and this is on such a small, small level. I promise you that. Okay, but in high school, we were the best team in state at the time. We were twenty-five and three, and we had to go all the way out to fucking Yuma to play a basketball game that was absolutely meaningless, and we almost lost that game. We almost lost the buzzer to the worst team in high school sports, period. It just was like, I don't want to be here right now. We're just we're just playing to play, get a good rhythm. And then other teams, they step their game up because they see an opportunity in front of them. They Like, that's just – sometimes it's just how it goes. Well, look, Lindsay, you didn't even want to be here pregame. We have visual <laughs> proof of it. Shane, can you show the visual proof we have of Lindsay not what wanting to be this? here pregame? Oh! Look oh. at her. She was at the Grammys. <laughs> Rocking the pink beanie, not even wanting to be here. I don't even know how she showed up for post-game, but she didn't even want to be here. Okay, I got to get a pink beanie because I like that look. I'm not even going to lie. I got to get a hot pink beanie now. (laughs) That's that's actually Justin Bieber at the Grammys. If if you need an oversized suit, you can ask us for or myself. We have plenty of them. (laughs) Perfect. We'll make this look happen in real life. That was Justin Bieber rocking the 2003 NBA draft look. That's what he's (laughs) rocking at the uh, Don't you disrespect Jalen Rose like that. (laughs) 
Um, I don't, I mean, listen, I totally get what you guys are saying, but I do think it is okay to have a little bit of frustration. Um, because it, yeah, like, I mean, I guess then give us the heads up and maybe the heads up was, Hey, DA and book are sitting. That's your heads up to not tune in. Lindsay, I don't know. Why don't, why don't you come over to the couch and lay down? I think it's time for a therapy session for some of the people here. <laughs> I'm not off the edge, Espo. I just want to make that clear, okay? First of, all, first of all, why is Espo the therapist? He is uh, he is the Dr. Kevorkian of therapists. Hey, I promise look, you this. I'm not murdering anybody. I've murdered hopes and dreams, but I'm not murdering humans. Oh, man. And the reason why I'm the therapist is because I know all about the psychosis that we all have, right? If, if you're an expert on having it, you know how to talk to people about it. And I want to talk to... Not Lindsay. I understand Lindsay, it's okay. that you, you go for that, it. Espo. That you're okay. okay. But look, I want to talk to somebody like Derek here in the chat who says, please, PHNX team, do not say relax, Arizona sports fans. You're just traumatized from decades of lived experience. The sons are elite. Don't worry. End quote. It's intellectually dishonest. And then Derek goes on to say later in the chat, it could be a useless game. It could be they phoned it in with three starters out and coming off injuries. It could be a senior slump, but it also may not be. Kool-Aid's unhealthy. The last thing is factually true. Kool-Aid is unhealthy. <laughs> but the rest mom. of it, Derek, I, I, I feel you, man. I, I understand that there's fear. You know, I understand that you've been hurt. You've, you, you've been hurt before. But, but look. The last two games, most human beings and sports teams wouldn't get up for. Memphis sat out all their big names. Oklahoma City doesn't have any big names, and they sat out those guys to have even lesser big names playing in this game. What is there to be gained right now for this Suns team? I don't see it. I don't understand it. You know, I would... I. I like I said, I'd much rather have Monty just sit everybody and let the Ife Lundbergs of the world, the, well, I can't say, I, I was I was going to say the Alfred Paytons of the world, but I can't go that far. The Ish Wainwrights of the world, you know, those guys play these minutes. I just, I don't see why, why we need to freak out about two losses after the one seed was locked up. I understand the chance to set the record all time is there, but it's still there. They'll do it. They're not losing out the rest of the way. I just, I don't see why there is a, a freak out. So calm down. Everybody take a breath. I'm going to tell you, you know, meditating does wonders in these kind of times. This isn't the 2018 Suns. If I were looking at two games and I wanted to make, you know, a, a freak out happen, I could. But I've seen the 62 other wins that happened this year Preach. and that's enough evidence to prove that yes. these two losses mean absolutely nothing Dude, 62 games 62 yeah. games like you're 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 not you're not able to see the forest for the trees you know what i mean like you got we just got to stop panicking like it's not like all of a sudden april turned to the month and all of a sudden they, these guys just forgot how to play basketball that's not what's going on there's some very basic things that they're running on offense um, defensively, very sloppy, uh, rebounding wise, very sloppy. Yes. Those things should never happen. So in, in, in regards to concentration, that needs to be shored up, but offensively, it's just very basic. Uh, you know, and, and I don't think it's intellectually dishonest to say that these guys don't really give a shit right now. Their eyes are on, on the end of the season. They're, they're looking for the playoffs. They're looking uh, to do something that nobody in this franchise has ever done ever. And they're about to do something else that nobody has ever done. I assume they're going to get that 63rd win. But at this point, I don't even know if that's going to happen. And honestly, I don't think these players really care that much about it. They, they know it exists. Sure, they want to get it. But I think they're just more focused on just doing what they need to do to stay in a good rhythm and then moving on. Well, there's four games left for the Suns in the regular season. I would be, I would be really upset if they lost six in a row to yes. end the season. I'm just going to say that. Like, Regardless if it me if it's meaningful or not, I'm gonna be pissed if they lose six in a row. But I think for me, where I'm feeling right now is exactly what Chris said in the chat, um, which is we can we can quote not be worried 
and also acknowledge that this feels gross. And I think that's where I'm at. I'm not worried. I'm not concerned that the Suns can't flip the switch and turn it on when it's meaningful basketball. But I don't appreciate having to watch this type of basketball from (laughs) the Suns. That's fair. This was a waste of my Sunday afternoon. And I don't think that's fair to people who pay to show up for the games, to people who tune into the broadcast and watch the games. Don't waste our time. Trust me, I was about to email or text all of you and say, do we really want to do this post game? Because I'm not really feeling it either. This was an absolute horrible, horrible game to watch. It's like watching a really, 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 really bad movie that everybody hyped up. It's like watching Lord of the Rings all over again. No. People are talking about, oh, well, you're not concerned about the wings not boxing out and the guards not boxing out. No, I'm not concerned because it's an effort and a mentality thing, right? And once you realize you've you've reached your regular season goal and you've become the best team in the NBA and you have that locked down as early as they did, I, I get it. I get why the mental effort isn't necessarily there. And I don't think a handful of games going into the playoffs leads to bad habits. I just don't see it. This team is good. They're going to come out as a different team on Tuesday against the Lakers at home. You know Monty's going to get in their ear and tell them, all right, enough of this. You guys need to show up and show out on Tuesday. Let's set that record. Let's leave a good taste in our fans' mouth in one of our two final home games. Uh, this you know, this has not been up to our standard. That, And I agree with all that. I don't – this doesn't feel good to watch crappy basketball, but I also understand, like Chris said, it's not that big of a deal. You can understand both things at the same time. There's not an excuse, you know, to, or th- there are excuses as to why you'd play this way, and you hope that they wouldn't lose to OKC like that, but it's not in the big picture that big of a deal. I'm, I'm not going to freak out. As much as the chat, I think, wants us all to freak out and, and go Stephen A. Smith screaming how the Suns championship window may be closing right now. I'm, it's not that. It just isn't, and it won't be. So, You're not even going to appease them a little bit? No. What, why <laughs> Why do teasing. we think I'm it's just gonna, teasing. No, but honestly, like Sydney uh, in the chat says, going to the playoffs with a losing attitude, going – into it with a complete loss of winning mentality. That's not a good strategy. That's not what this is. This team, this team isn't losing the ability to win. They just understand that the biggest loss that they could take, the biggest L that could happen right now is one of their main stars getting injured in a pointless game. That's the L that that would be the the thing you can't take. All right. Okay. Or Andrew Martinez. We pull that comment back up. Uh, Andrew Martinez, the Suns need to get it together. This is all caps, by the way. The Suns need to get it together. Look what happened last year. They didn't win the chimps. Like, I agree. They didn't win the chimps. And they didn't win the championship either. But, again, like, it doesn't – it's going to be okay. Listen, this team started off one and three, and half the chat was, oh, my God, this is this is awful. Last year might have been a fluke. And half the chat was like, it's going to be all right. Uh, and I said, it's going to be okay. They're one and three, but they'll figure it out. And they did. And they went on, what, a 20-plus game win streak after that. Like, it's it's fine. They didn't forget how to win all of a sudden. It's just, this is the part of the season where you just, it's kind of a slug, and you just try to get through it because you've already sealed up everything. You, you set all these goals before the season, and you've accomplished every single goal up until now. Now it's about the playoffs. That's That's all that's left for this team, and that's all they're focused on. Okay, I have a question because a lot of we've been talking a lot about like not wanting to get injured and making it to the playoffs healthy. Like don't don't put yourself in a situation in these next handful of games to be injured. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like I hear a majority of people who actually like play or around the team. What I've heard is you get injured when you start being relaxed. You get injured when you're cutting corners more so than you do when you play legitimate, like your style basketball. Am I misremembering all of those conversations or because that is something that I'm a little bit worried about that. I feel like that's what I have heard more often than not. You can't play hesitant. I'm sorry. Go ahead. That's well. Just to say that's why they sat Aiton and Booker and Jay Crowder tonight, because they understand that that mentality isn't fully there to go 
full bore. So rest them. I'm sure at some point, Chris Paul, uh, you know, will get, get some rest. Mikhail won't play a full game. It's going to happen with the entire lineup over the next four games. All right. Well, hopefully Gerald will join us, but I'm going to drop a little bit of nugget from what he just tweeted out from Chris Paul. Chris said, can't look too much into it and can't take it too lightly either. And I feel like that is a great example of the mixed bag of emotions we are all feeling right now is that, yes, on one side of the coin, it's not really that big of a deal. We can't read into this too much. But on the other side of the coin, we can't take it too lightly to where this becomes something that could become a habit of sorts. Chris Paul's so, Chris Paul's been in the league for 16 plus years. If he if that's what he says, then that's what everybody should do. It's like it's not a big deal. They lost, who cares? Some of the things that they did on the court need to be rectified no matter what. It doesn't matter what 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 point of the season it is. Like I said, defensive, you know, defensive effort and rebounding were two of the things that that were my biggest biggest takeaways, but outside of that, hey, don't read too much into it. They're going to be fine. Chris Paul's quote to me said, just come watch us on, on, you know, Tuesday against the Lakers. You'll see a different brand of basketball. I, I feel like that was what that quote was. And they're not going to shoot 18% from three. Like that's just an outlier. That's, that's a big reason why. And then you look at freaking Oklahoma city shot 41 and a half percent from three. It's just that's not going to happen. It's an outlier. Throw it out. Listen, listen. They might come out on Tuesday and blow out the Lakers, and then lose the next three because they're going to be <laughs> resting guys all the way until the, the end of the season. Like we 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 should probably be prepared for this, something like that. All right. Any final thoughts on just overall this game and kind of emotions around it before we get into some more of the actual legitimate talk I, I will say this man people are upset when they lose more than a game man i i'm so kind of we have nice things we want to keep those nice things I, we're not ready gonna, to give them up just yet it's, it's still nice it's still nice like i promise it's, it's just you know what Today it is right now? Feel nice. All, all it is right now is you just took your nice fancy bins into get an oil change it's just in the shop it's coming right back, though. It'll be all yeah. right. Unfortunately, <laughs> they gave you a Hyundai to drive while your Benz is in the shop. That's what I think people are a little uncomfortable about is, how did I go from this luxury to whatever the hell this is I'm driving right um, now? That was a good question. Uh, can you bring up that last comment about the Lakers? Do we mathematically eliminate the Lakers if we win Tuesday? Haven't checked the standings in forever. Uh, we don't mathematically eliminate them, but should, they, should the Suns win on Tuesday – uh, meaning the Lakers lose and the Spurs win one more game. I think it would be mathematically impossible because both teams would have three games left um, and the Spurs would hold a three game advantage and the Spurs own the tiebreaker. So the, the Lakers would mathematically be eliminated. Yeah. So if my lot, go ahead. Espo. I was just to say, if we want to talk about something that actually is a bit concerning, like I don't want to act like nothing about this game is I'm, I'm a little concerned about Cam Johnson, right? Yeah. Goes four of 15, two of 11 uh, from behind the arc. Didn't have that kind of spring that we saw. He had a, he, he, we thought we were going to get him to posterize a guy and nope, that didn't happen. It, he kind of just ran out of gas. Uh, I'm a little concerned. I need to see him get back in a, in a bit of a rhythm over these next, you know, three or four games. So we don't get, this kind of performance in the playoff from playoffs from cam, because that's the kind of thing that could screw, uh, screw up things. If that, if he does not find his rhythm, find himself again before that first round. My, my other thing is, is, uh, you know, and, and Jonathan says in the chat, uh, holiday needs minutes. I absolutely love watching the way he plays. He has great defense and we haven't seen um, Aaron holiday very much in the last couple of games. Uh, and when you're coming down the stretch of the season, and you need some effort guys out there. I do agree. Like we should have seen Aaron Holiday a little bit more than we have. We play the two, we we play the two guard lineup a lot with Chris Paul and Campaign from time to time. I would like to see that with Campaign and Aaron Holiday, to be honest with you. And I think we'll probably see that quite a bit here in the last four games. Yeah, as far as Cam goes, I think Cam Johnson anyway, I am a little bit concerned for him. I'm not concerned long term, but I'm just concerned how much time does he need to be able to get back into game shape because he missed quite a few games and that injury was obviously very 
far more severe than anybody I think anticipated it being. So the the only concern is just how long will it take? Not will it happen? It, it took him the better part of over half a season just to get into a, a nice solid groove. And then he got hurt. Um, I don't know. Uh, my, my feeling on cam is whatever we get in the playoffs is a, is, is a bonus, but I don't know if we're going to get the same kind of cam that ended uh, that was that was rounding into form um, quickly. It's gonna, I think it's going to take him a couple weeks. Yeah, the, in the fourth, he did have that thirty foot three pointer that that was wet, and he hit another one later late in the game. So maybe maybe he's turning that corner because it looked like early he just he had no legs. The last two games couldn't couldn't get that shot. Uh, it was coming off flat. So, I mean, when you hit from 30 like that, maybe it gives them a little confidence. Maybe that's a, a positive takeaway, too. Yeah, because you could tell after that first three-pointer went in for him, he shook his head, like, almost like, you know, a little bit of frustration, maybe, a little bit of relief, all kind of mixed if, together into one bag. It was just kind of like, damn, if, it's if, about time. It felt like he was he was kind of telling himself, trust your leg, like, it's okay, like, you're fine. Right. You know, I mean, sometimes sometimes that happens when you get a major injury to your to to, uh, to your legs, especially. It takes some time to kind of build that confidence back in there um, and trust that every move you make isn't going to hurt. Um, and, and then when you go up to to shoot, you know, thinking about all these little different things that could go on. Um, so, so I, I think he's going to be just fine. It's just going to take a little bit of time. I'm hoping that this next week he'll round back into form right in time for the playoffs because we're going to definitely need him. I agree, because right before he did come back, when he spoke with the media, he said the biggest thing for him was just getting comfortable with ground contact. So that's yeah. exactly in line with that is he still like he he didn't if this is a second game to really test that out, what that feels like for him, what those movements do. Do they have any jolts of pain, residual pain in there or does he feel fully comfortable and is he getting confident in the fact that that leg is good? So that's exactly what he said before he came back into into game. Bailey Lyons of the Chaz, very, very much on the Booker Hulu stardom coming this upcoming week. <laughs> she's <laughs> she's like, this is going to be a huge, huge week. Is this because the Kardashian show is starting? Is that what that is? Yep. Nice. But one last <laughs> thought on Cam. And I mentioned that dunk that he didn't get. To me, that showed that he's feeling a little bit more confident in the leg even though it didn't work right, because if he if he was truly hesitant, he wouldn't have even attempted to try to go up for that dunk. So at least the confidence, the thought that he's trusting that leg is is there for him. Now we just need to see it come to uh, come to fruition and complete. Yeah. Also, uh, side note: Do you guys watch the Kardashians? I no. will book in it now. I mean, listen. I'll be honest. I. Whenever I travel, I end up watching it because of it, what's available or when it was on E anyway. What was available in hotel rooms was like E and USA and that's it. So I watched it a lot when I traveled and I got a little bit hooked, but I don't watch it religiously. But I might tap in a few times here and there oh, to see man. if Devin has a cameo or not. What shitty hotels were you in? That they only had they only had E and USA Network. I mean, you couldn't even get a Showtime or an HBO. Nothing. I mean, they might have been there. I don't know. I just wasn't paying attention. But they definitely weren't shitty hotels, Usbo. You've traveled with the team too. You know they weren't. I know. I like how he says it. Like he has no idea what kind of hotels you would right? stay in. Possibly. I, like, bro, you traveled too. What are you? I don't about? know if she was traveling on her own. Like, if she was talking about non-team travel because i know for a fact those team hotels had every channel you could want so i'm just I'm, i think this is a cover where Lindsay just really wanted an excuse to watch the kardashians and click two channels and went oh they only have e i guess i'll watch this it was always reruns of kardashians or law and order that that's what was on <laughs> espo i don't know maybe they changed it and they started charging for showtime and hbo at these fancy hotels and Lord knows I'm not paying that just to watch a show. Like, I'll just watch <laughs> Instagram instead. <laughs> anyway. So, Saul, you had mentioned that you wanted to see um, Campaign and Aaron Holiday kind of get some run together more here in this later part of the season. Speaking of Aaron, are you guys concerned at all? Like, what 
is the Alfred Payton getting the nod ahead of Aaron Holiday still to this point? Is it still them trying to figure out the final rotation spot? Or is Alfred ahead of Aaron in the rotation at this point? What are you guys, yeah. what side of the fence are you on? God help us if, if Alfred's ahead of, of Aaron in the rotation. God help us. Yeah, I, I, Monty would Monty would have had to have uh, lost some kind of bet somewhere along the way for uh, for that to be the case. It has to be that they're trying to figure out if Alfred should be on that playoff roster, if Ish Wainwright should take that spot, if you know maybe if he Lundberg, depending on how he's looked in uh, uh, in practice, if he should be that guy. I just don't see a world where it makes any sense that Alfred Payton would be ahead of uh, of Aaron Holiday in the rotation. It, it makes no sense. So this has got to be something else going on with it. Like, I can't. I, I can't wait for that. If he Lumberg game three of the Western Conference Finals entry, I can't wait for that. Let's go. He's not going to play the whole playoffs, but that game three, baby, let's do it. <laughs> okay, that was one thing that I also was a little bit upset about tonight. Like we clearly like. People weren't, they, the energy wasn't there. The effort wasn't there. Why not throw Ife in there longer than four minutes? Yeah. Why yeah, not? I agree. I agree. Yeah. I mean, at some point it probably should have just been like, this is, this is pretty obvious. This isn't going our way early in the fourth and said, Chris, come to the bench. You know, let's get, let's get Ife. Let's get Aaron out there. Let's just, let's just let these guys run in yeah. case we wind up needing them. That's the other thing well, here. I don't know why you wouldn't play some of these third or fourth string guys more minutes just in case you do have to use them in the playoffs because we saw it last year frank went mia for a long time and then due to injuries they had to bring him out in in the finals like if you've got the opportunity give these guys some runs so in case you have to you're not bringing a guy who hasn't played significant minutes in months agreed a million percent agree and plus like Monty should know, like, and this is this is my only beef with Monty tonight is that he should know the pulse of his team, and he should know that like these guys just were not feeling it at all. And when you do, when you see that, like, why put those guys back out there? Let the let the let the scrubs come in and and get some run. Like that's that's the whole point. Like, get them, let them get some run. Maybe they pull you back in. Maybe they win the game. So now they have that confidence and they can move forward and, and it's just a benefit to the team. I don't I don't understand Chris Paul being in there with six minutes left to go and you're still down by 20. What's the point of this? I, I feel the exact same way. <laughs> I'm right there, <laughs> there with you. Is no. What was the point of this? I got I got 10% left on my phone. I know that. So we better want to hurry <laughs> up. You're supposed to have a portable charger, Saul. Uh, yeah. Let's go ahead and name our draft king, king of the game. Espo, you chose tonight, so you tell us who it's going to be. Uh, I told <laughs> Shane, just leave the template up. That's fine. So it's no one, and you can enter text here in the stat area. But the crown placement, spectacular on the spectacular. faceless individual. Honestly, I mean, there just wasn't anybody or any moment in this game to really highlight, so... I think we were all in pretty much agreement there that, like, tonight just wasn't the night for that. Nope. Crowns should crowns are supposed to be special. We can't just hand them out on every single night, at least not in this season, right? Not in this season of basketball that we're yeah. used to. Yeah, there's but, no flowers tonight either. Sorry to disappoint everybody, but I think that's no. the case too. I will say, though, that anybody out there who uh, took the Thunder on the DraftKings app over the Suns made some pretty nice money tonight because they believe, what was it, a plus 800 going into tonight's game. So they probably made some nice coin there. And if you guys want to get in on the action or some college basketball, which is happening soon, uh, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Use promo code PHNX when you sign up. And if you bet $5 on any college hoops team to win and they do, you're going to get $200 in free bets. It is that simple. When they win, you win with the DraftKings Sportsbook app. If you're already a current user of the DraftKings Sportsbook app, make sure you check out Same Game Parlays because with those, you can combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. And the more legs you add, the more money you can win. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Use promo code PHNX. Bet $5 on any college hoops team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. 
Just a reminder, that is 21 and older only, Arizona only, gambling problem, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only, minimum $5 minimum deposit, eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Hey, I want to bring up, so we talk about, oh, losing down the stretch, right? I looked this up and it's curse, you know, it's quick look up here, but the 97-98 Bulls, we agree that was a very great team, right? Yeah, they won the championship, of course. Yeah, they won 63 games, won the championship, were, were the best team in the league. They finished the season out their last six. They were three and three because they had things wrapped up, and even they took uh, took their foot off the gas. I mean, they lost to uh, you know three teams uh, that weren't the greatest there either. So, like, look, it, it happens. Uh, that's one case. I'll look deeper this week to get us more stats, but that's just a quick look at a team that was in a very similar situation that finished 500 down the stretch. So food for thought. Good to know. Thank you. Espo. I appreciate that. All right. So for our final segment, this one's going to be fun because we announced that we have a new partner in the house on Friday and uh, this partner is really fun and it always seems to lead to some really good conversation. So welcome OG's Brands into the PHNX family. OG's is one of Arizona's first scratch-made cannabis kitchens and is dedicated to creating innovative and memorable cannabis-infused products that flavor life's journey. So it's not a one-size-fits-all with OG's. They've got a whole bunch of different products for everyone's different preferences or demographics or needs or desires. Their motto is flavoring life. And I think that's something that we can all get behind. And they also have a lot of really good flavors. Um, so I'm told I haven't tried any yet, but I smelled a couple of them because they dropped some product off by the office and they smelled delightful. Yeah, I, I, I agree. They did smell delightful. And I, as a can of curious individual, as we talked about, I can't wait to uh, sink my teeth in the I knew they you have... were full of shit, Espo. I, I knew it. I my knew parents it. bailed on me. They wouldn't oh, watch the daughter. I, I told you I knew that wasn't going to happen. You uh, said it was going to happen yesterday. It didn't happen. I knew it. <laughs> you want to give him give him time, Saul. He's he's I've like, given him six months. He's stepping into this space. Saul, will you babysit the five-year-old and I'll get high? You know what, Espo? You know what? You don't even have to worry about that. Come into the office tomorrow morning. Take an edible. I'll sit there and watch you for eight hours. By the time it wears off, you can drive home. Everything's going to be just fine. Uh, I promised the missus I'd do it with her. Ah, oh, see? Always an excuse with this no, guy. That's not an excuse. That's called <laughs> wanting to keep my marriage intact. So I'll just I, I watch not lie. <laughs> uh, No. <laughs> take take Row to the movies. Take yeah. her out to oh, get some ice yes. cream. You know what? And then okay. Yeah. With her for a couple you know hours. What? Let Espo and his you know wife what? have a night. I got you. I got you. You know what? I will watch Row. I will. I will take her out. Estella and I will take her out. We'll go to the movies. We'll load her up with all types of junk food. We'll buy her all types of dumb shit, and then I'll hand her right back you, off to you and be you, good to you go. You know what? I probably should just uh, I probably should just take it with the kid here. <laughs> that sounds like a better choice. That's <laughs> like never mind. I'm gonna be real paranoid with Rose Saul. <laughs> oh no. Speaking of oh no, Gerald's here. Hi guys. <laughs> before, oh. Gerald, before what real quick, because I do have to say this one final thing. So if you guys are interested in trying the amazingly delicious variety of flavors that OG's brands has to offer. Go to ogsbrands.com. That's O-G-E-E-Z brands.com to find OGs near you. What's up, Gerald? Not a lot. How are you guys doing? Good. I got like 6% on my phone, so let's go, baby. <laughs> All right, 6%. We'll make this quick then. Um, obviously, this was a concerning game. Monty Williams said after the game that this was the first time since he's been in Phoenix that he felt like for two games in a row, the Suns were just outworked out-efforted um, and just outplayed. He, he didn't feel like they brought the same level of intensity and played to their standard. Even with three guys out before the game, he had talked about, you know, after that Grizzlies loss, they wanted to come out and play to their standard because they've been doing this all season long where they've had guys in and out of the lineup and they've still played to a very high standard. Didn't do that tonight, obviously. Um, you know, it, it was one of those things where he liked the looks the Suns got from three. If you look at the three-point discrepancy, it was huge. And the Thunder just made a lot of shots. 
Um, part of that, you got to make your opponent feel you. Part of that is the scouting report is not going to be very extensive on a bunch of guys that barely play and are kind of playing for their NBA lives. Um, but Chris Paul said he's never been in this situation where they locked up the one seed so quickly. He's played on a lot of great teams where their seeding has kind of been locked in, but never this early with eight games left in the season where they kind of have to manage that, you know, toe the line between staying in good shape and, and staying sharp, but also getting guys rest that they need and, you know, keeping their focus on the playoffs. So I think that's what we're seeing from the Suns right now. They're having a hard time bridging that gap. But I'm seeing a lot of panic online, and it seems absolutely absurd to me that people are panicking over this. Oh, you didn't see the chat earlier today, son. <laughs> I, I, I I saw enough on Twitter. And look, this team started the season one and three, and everybody was doing the same fucking thing they're doing now. They were panicking. They were freaking out. They're saying, "Oh, we're limping into the playoffs. Oh, we need to be concerned." They had the one seed locked up with eight games to play. That is historically hard to do. This is a team that's trying to get to the postseason that, like, just wants to get guys healthy. They rested three starters today. They got two guys that they're trying to get back in game shape. I'm not saying it excuses what we saw today or what we saw on Friday. They were both very poor efforts and uncharacteristic of what we've seen from the Suns. But, like, if you're panicking over this stretch from a team that has zero motivation to be playing or winning these games right now, they've already got their sights set on what matters. Like you haven't been paying attention to what this team is motivated by in the first place. They rise to the occasion for those primetime matchups. They love those games against elite teams. Like they take that personally. They need bulletin board material. The Grizzly C team and the Thunder D team are not going to provide you with that material. So I'm, I'm just – I'm having a hard time. I know that these were bad games. I know that it's concerning because they're coming at the end of the season, right before the playoffs, but they still have four games to correct the ship. They're going back home to play the Lakers and potentially knock them out of the play-in at home with a chance to secure 63 wins. You best believe they'll be more motivated by that. And I think they will have their full complement of players would be my guess. I'm not panicking over this at all. Their defense took a horrible step backwards for the last 20 games of the season last year. And then it's what got them to the finals. Relax. It's going to be okay. I promise. All right. I'm just going to play devil's advocate here for one second. I don't, for me, listen, I'm going to be, it's not even that. It's just my way of interpreting the comments in the chat from today's show was not Mm. panic. It was Mm. a little bit of concern and frustration. Mm. I don't know that I would go as far as to call it panic though. Mm. So that's all I'm going to say. That's fair. I'm not, I didn't see the chat, so I can't speak to the chat, but I did see on Twitter people saying we look like a first round exit right now. People saying that this team is going to flame out, comparing this team to the fucking Cardinals who started the season 7 0 and then flamed out. (laughs) This team is not the Cardinals. This is the best team in the NBA by a country (laughs) mile. Like, stop. We are fine. This is not something to panic over. I promise. The Cardinals stopped trying midway through their season, (laughs) not when they had anything wrapped up. It's different. Very different. I know as AZ sports fans were conditioned to be concerned and to be panicked. And you can be concerned if you want. I'm not going to be. I'm not going to take a three-game sample size, especially with the Warriors looking pretty good right now. If you look at what they're doing to Sacramento tonight without Steph Curry, they've been looking pretty decent over the last couple of games. I'm not going to take this three-game stretch and outweigh it against the 70-plus that came before. Like, yes, it's the fourth time that this team has lost back-to-back games, but we have become kind of privileged as people who watch the Suns after what we went through watching game in and game out, horrible teams, just hopeless teams. This is not that. We don't need to go that far. It's going to be okay. Anything else, Gerald, that stood out to you? No, we were hoping to get a hold of Ife Lundberg, um, but he – we never got a hold of him. So he made his NBA debut, probably not the debut people were expecting. I think they were thinking if he got in, we were going to be up 20, not down 20. Um, but yeah, hopefully we'll get to talk to him once he comes back to Phoenix. Cause I know uh, a lot of people in Denmark were really excited about this, even though it came in a, a very surprising loss. All right. Well, we are going to round out the show with a producer special just to put a nice little bow on this and hopefully have a little bit of fun 
So Shane, what's your surprise for us tonight? The producer surprise tonight is a question, a simple question. If all animals were the same size, who's winning in a battle royale of all the animals? All the same oh. size, huh? Uh, silverback. Silverback got that grown man strength, man. He would just absolutely tear somebody's limbs off their arms. I don't care what size they are. It's a hippo. It's, it's a, hippo. a hippo for me. A yeah. Hippo? How? Hippos are literally one of the most dangerous animals in the entire world, you guys. Yeah, in the water. And there's no, they're like, in, in, they're crazy strong. They're super fast. They're one of the that only animals that'll boat. that'll attack a human and not eat it. That's well. my but boat. Also, you can't guys, be mad at it. <laughs> guys, they're all the same size. You got to think smaller, like a fucking giant praying mantis. Are you kidding me? Right, but that's what I was thinking. That's not a like fucking a animal. That's not an animal. <laughs> it's an insect. It's an insect. It's Doesn't it count? No, that's not an animal. That's what? not an animal. Oh, no, no, it's an insect. insect. Not an it's animal. an insect. If that was the case, a about? scorpion would be the answer. Yeah, if that's that, a good answer. <laughs> Although if like, that's what is what is a scorpion technically? Is that a crustacean what is that it's it's not not an animal animal. okay according to wikipedia it says insects are the most diverse group of animals no no (laughs) what are they they're totally animals insects are not they're bugs oh my god if if we count it as an animal i take scorpion every day but i don't think we should oh man (laughs) i know it's all left (laughs) if we're taking regular animals this is going to sound nuts, but I think a house cat, those are some vindictive assholes, right? Like, can be, those yeah. things, I, I think they'd have a game plan that would come out and beat everything else. Are you just trying to make me even more mad on this Sunday evening, Espo? Like, yes. come on. No, I hate house cats, all right? They'd be, yes. the, they'd be the winners. They'd find a way to just piss every other animal off and, and, and win in the end. I just verified with my in-house uh, authority figure on the subject of insects and animals. <laughs> and, insects, and insects are not animals. This is a bad omen uh, when uh, Espo's sign falls off the wall and hits him in the back of the head. Okay, but it says that insects belong to kingdom animalia. They're so not, they're not animals. The, read the, know, read the definition of an animal in the chat right now. Specialized sense organs and nervous system, able to respond rapidly to stimuli, feeds on, on organic matter. What is I mean, an I, insect if it's not an animal? Don't say it's just a bug. <laughs> it is just a bug. It's an oh insect. This is crazy. Insects no are definitely way. animals. No. We're we're gonna. I'm gonna do some research, and I will let you guys know on the next show. Officially. I mean, I will. I will say this. I'm gonna go to like Nat Geo Wild. Everything that I'm seeing online says that insects are in fact animals, but I refuse to acknowledge that. That's <laughs> they're wrong. They're okay. absolutely wrong. <laughs> if Icon Day Parfum said, "Told you we're a stupid fan base." <laughs> <laughs> Look, that was a great comment in the chat. I got thank you. Oh, <laughs> Look, if insects yeah. count, then everything we choose should be insects because they all have yeah. venom and poison. Like shit. Like, and what about a rattlesnake? If everything's the same size, I'm not screwing with a rattlesnake. Like that shit's gonna win too. Like, oh my God. everything else is out in that case. Could you imagine, like, a, you know, uh, an eight foot like centipede coming towards you down the street? Oh, like, oh no. It. That thing will tear your ass up. Like, no. Oh, okay, so ugh. what are y'all's choices? Are you still going with the silverback, Saul? Yeah, because I'm going with an animal. Okay, I'm still sticking with my hippos. Um, Espo, Gerald, where are you at? I'm at. I'm going scorpion. If if the chat's oh. going to demand that we count them, I'm counting a scorpion. I was thinking like a tarantula, but I'm going to go with a king cobra. I think a giant king cobra would yeah. mess some people up. Just swallow everything or choke it to death. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good. I feel like if we if we wanted to talk insects or just things that have poison, like I think you guys are counting out like a black widow or like a brown recluse or something because they're so poisonous. And then they can literally a, use their webs a, to like fly around and like or, get you or stuck a camel, and stuff. Or a camel spider. You ever seen yeah. one of those things? Those things are creepy. Uh, they literally will uh they will they will sink their teeth into you. And numb you so you can't feel the fact that they're laying eggs inside of you. 
Oh. Have you guys and ever then, seen and a then vinegarine? Your skin deteriorates. Oh, oh, man, it's awesome. Have you guys ever That's seen awesome. a vinegaroon? <laughs> no. A what? A vinegaroon. Is that a, a vinegaroon bottle with legs? Like, no, what? look it up. It is the most, every, I can't even like, whenever I tell people, because I'm from Sierra Vista, and Sierra Vista has vinegaroon. Oh, look it up. It is the grossest uh, what's looking it, thing alive. How, how do you spell it? Like vinegar rune, like oon. It is, it is oh, literally Oh, dear the Lord, thing. what in the hell? Oh. No, 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 no. Yeah. No. Cool. no. Oh. Cool. And, and apparently the, the rumor is I've never encountered one like that has been on me. I've seen them. But um, if it stings you, apparently you taste vinegar. And that's where, that's the rumor oh. in Sierra Vista anyway. That's what I was told as a kid growing mm. up. And that's where it gets its name from. But I, I, do, I, do, I do like me some pickled onions. So, you know, maybe uh, that's the move. It looks like a cruel Ew. joke. Like God took a scorpion, a cockroach, and a stingray and mashed it together. What the I hell? Think those are... Don't put it on the screen. Look, I don't look, that's crazy. Oh. That's crazy. It says animal underneath it. That's crazy. <laughs> shut up, Shane. Shane, Shane. First of all, you went to ASU, so shut up. Oh, see now we're. You just told half of side. our show to just shut up. It was on your side. Until Not then. only half our show, but also half I, our staff. As soon as it came out of my mouth, I was like, "Ah, oh, fuck." <laughs> my bad, guys. Oh, it's fine. Oh, I think that thing God. is. I think that thing is the thing that uh, Professor Moody tortures in the fourth Harry Potter movie. You know. Oh. Nerd. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was just waiting for someone to have my back, but Lindsay Hold apparently on, is still straddling a fence somewhere. Actually. Wow, Gerald, what did I do to you to deserve that? I literally didn't even fence. do anything. Can, can we get out of here before I have nightmares about what, uh, like, giant things that are just going to eat me? Like, yeah. this stuff's terrifying. I mean, I feel like we should leave anyway because Gerald and I are about to fight, and I thought we Oh, were no, let's friends. stay then. Zone, I can just sit here. You guys go for it. I got my support. All of you guys just come in at me today. Espo with the house cat slander. Um, What did I do? Paul with the claiming that animals aren't, or insects aren't animals. And that was not listening you? to me. That was at Shane. That's not at you. <laughs> no, I think I, okay, maybe I'm misremembering, but I feel like I was the one who said it first. And then you all thought I was dumb for saying it. Well, you're not wrong. We'll have to check. So you, you came at me for that, and now Gerald's <laughs> coming at me for some Harry Potter shenanigans that I, I'll be honest, I didn't even hear you say. Uh, well, so now I'm mad because you're not listening. <laughs> anyway, oh, thanks for tuning man. in, everybody. We appreciate you. <laughs> Our next show. You, you have all seen The Therapist today. Good job. <laughs> oh, man. We're Our all limping show. into the playoffs now. <laughs> <laughs> Our next show is going to be on Tuesday, a pregame show before uh, the Suns and the Lakers game tips off. So be sure to join us. Same place as always on our YouTube channel. Until till you can follow me on Twitter at Lindsay Smith AZ. You can follow Saul at Saul underscore Bookman. You can follow Gerald at Gerald Borgay. And of course, you can follow Espo at Espo. Espo, take us home. You're all going to have uh, nightmares one way or another after that game or after this talk. <laughs> oh, hoy, hoy. <laughs>